Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to episode of 164 of Fourth and John, the Eagles, the 4 8 and 1 Eagles, hey. the New Orleans Saints. We are at the, the post game pod, and in the, in the, in the crew is feeling themselves a little bit. I, I know I am. I, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I haven't been this happy in a long time. Last time the Eagles won a game was November 1st. It's been 84 years. <laughs> the Eagles won a game. Uh, again, you know, I, I started this game from an evaluator's point of view, and I got to see exactly. This is exactly what I was looking for in my Stephen A. Smith voice. You're talking about a rookie going against the, the number one defense in the league and not looking shook one out there. Let me repeat that. A rookie in his first game going against the number one defense in the league and not looking shook one. Uh, the, the the idea of him coming in be- before the game started, people were, like, worried about his uh, psyche. Uh, he might ruin him. What's going to happen to this guy? Blah, blah, blah. He, 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 pl- he played with confidence. It's kind of like the same rapport he's had at Alabama. Uh Oklahoma, uh, he just felt like he knew what he was doing with the ball, and, and the, the 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 short intermediate game was amazing. Just make the throws, over 100 yards rushing. We, he, he used his legs. Doug Peterson actually ran the ball. Miles Sanders didn't get over the 15 yard 15 carries we were talking about. Got 14. Still had some big plays. The defense came up with plays. Minus we had a lot of injuries in the secondary. But overall, the team looked different. The offense hit differently. Uh, I know everyone's excited in the chat. Shout out to all you people that are interactive in the chat at the moment. 
uh, for people listening to the podcast, this is the most interactive pod that we have. Uh, but how are you guys feeling? I'll start with you, Evan. Man, uh, that was a completely different Eagles football team that I saw out there today. It, it, it looked nothing like what I've seen all year long. This looks like a completely different squad. And the only thing that I can look at is the common factor here of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, like you said, he didn't look like the game was too big for him. He was going up against the number one defense in the league. Uh, he looked comfortable in the pocket. He was smart uh, with his decision-making. He was able to adjust when he was making throws on the run. Um, I think he looked really strong out there. Um, this it just continues to add on to the conversation that we've been having and that's been brewing inside of Philadelphia, the Jalen Hurts versus, Car- versus Carson Wentz debate. And, you know, Jalen Hurts made a lot of headway today. He certainly did. And if he continues to play like this for the rest of the season, if he were to – throw something together incredible like uh what we how astonished we were today for the rest of the season i'm hard pressed to say that carson wentz man i I saw a comment up at the top here talking about buying carson some new designer luggage for christmas man might have to be packing his bags i mean uh, come on yo whoa 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 listen to what i said the full context of what i said if he plays out like this for the rest of the season it's going to be a tough decision. It's going to have to be made. Yeah. How you feeling, man? Okay. Hey, um, I'm, I'm good, man. You know, I mean, it was a spark. I mean, it was definitely something that you wanted going into this game. You know, I, I totally agree with you. The kid looked very confident going against the number one defense, so-called number one defense. Um, but, he, hey, it was great. It was a great outcome. It was exciting to be able to kind of get into these games clapping, yelling at the screen, you know what I mean, yelling out fumble, putting the fear into my kids a couple of times while they're down here watching the game with me. It was just like, you know, I haven't felt like that in a couple of weeks. Don't get me wrong, you know what I mean? I said in the very beginning, I would love to see this kid play out the rest of the season. Sit Carson down. His year has just not been productive. Let it be. It is what it is. All right. Um, I'm, I'm a Carson guy. I'm not going to change. After this performance, that's not going to change my mind. But you know what I mean? Seriously, Jalen, I appreciate it. You got us to win. You know what I mean? You, you, you did your thing. Uh, ride this thing out. I, I hope, you know what I mean, you, we go on a four-game winning streak and, and we, we finish this thing strong. I'm with you on that. But other than that, I'm I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that until we get further into this show. That's You're in your bag a little bit. Okay, You're in your bag. Catching vibes, <laughs> catching vibes over there. Uh, um, Chris. Uh, I, well, Chris, as a certified uh, went Stan, maybe. With the West jersey in the background, let me uh, zoom in on that. Uh, I mean, how are you feeling? I mean, because you speak for part of the fan base that is like really pro Wentz and what you saw from Jalen Hurts. Hey, man, like I'm an Eagles fan first. And for the last couple of years, like it's been Carson Wentz that's been uh, helping this team get to where we want to be. I mean, you don't you don't want a Super Bowl without him. But that being said, in this industry, it's really, what have you done for me lately? However, like, I still think Carson Wentz has done stuff for us lately. It's just been this year has been so bad that a lot of recency bias just clouds people. But I don't want to focus on Carson Wentz. That's my guy. But, like, let's just focus on what just happened tonight. I mean, Jalen Hurts, He, you just see maybe Doug had these plays the whole time and just didn't want Carson running them. But, like, we saw a completely different offense. I think a lot of it has to do with Jalen Hurts, the guy. His legs uh, were a huge asset to us tonight. Um, He was hitting all the intermediate routes, getting the ball out fast. 
not taking sacks where Wentz was before, not walking himself into sacks where Wentz was. Um, Jalen Rieger getting the ball in space, the crossing route, the 40 yard gain. That was amazing. You saw him go right across the field. Uh, you could have um, been staring at Ertz on that pick a little bit, but Hey man, they don't call it. Who cares? But I mean, you could just see the chemistry was there. He was getting the ball out to Ertz. I still think, I don't know how they didn't call that a catch, the sideline catch by Ertz. Like they paused, they paused the game and they, both feet were down. I mean, we don't know yet what Jalen Hurts is, if he's going to be the franchise quarterback, because no matter uh, how you spin it, you still have a $33 million uh, quarterback uh, on the hook for the next, for this year and next year. So that's going to become, become a big question, but we have time to talk about that later. I'm just happy Jalen Hurts finally got us over the hump over the saints who I can't stand their fans or their players after watching them beat us the last couple of times in the playoffs. So yeah. I mean, hey, man. It's a good vibe, man. Uh, um, but I, again, like just putting the whole Carson Wentz thing aside, just sh- putting focus on Jalen Hurts and what he did today. You just have to like, you got a hat tip for these kind of moments because a lot of rookie quarterbacks come in and they look scared. Um, they look uh, unconfident. Um, and the fact that he, he came in, and that's the, and that's the weird part where we have to stand as Eagle fans, stand back and watch and evaluate how the players perform underneath Hurts. Uh, does he give them some new energy, uh, new QB energy? Uh, Evan was talking about pregame. Does he give this team a spark in the right direction? Um, I saw, you know, there was a, there was a photo of the Wentz walking by. You know, um, Peterson and and Hertz and him, him looking at him and was, you know, I was just this didn't seem well. Did you did you happen to catch at the very end of the game, like when the the clock uh, when no. they, the Eagles did their final um, kneel down, like everybody like cleared off the bench and they were going and they were surrounding Hertz and like they the, the energy I saw from this team just <laughs> celebrating Jalen Hurts on his first win. I was like, that is something I have not seen this entire year. And I don't, I don't know what the factor is. I don't know if Jalen Hurts has that X factor in him to get um, this team going or if this team is just so excited to have something different. And I, I really don't know what this team is excited for, but they were certainly playing with a different energy tonight. That was apparent. So, yeah, um, And you're also excited for a rookie to go in there and beat the number one defense. I mean, so the excitement – Everybody could have looked at that picture in a whole totally different way, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's, it's just the fact that you did not see that all year. We here at, at this moment, and then you know you end up peeping something like that. So yeah, I mean, I mean, guys like Matt Ryan, uh, Tom Brady have looked shook under the pressure. But again, like we talk about, like the mobility factor and what it means to have legs and extend plays, not where it's you're putting yourself in harm's way. He, he the things that we wanted to see um, from the Eagles, we actually got to see tonight. We um, got to see them sustain some some drives. Um, Miles Sanders in the running game was dialed up, and not only just Miles, we're talking about um, Jalen Hurts rushing for 106 yards on 18 attempts. Miles Sanders 14 attempts for 115 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, 82 yards. Uh, we, we talk about those 70 yarders he broke off. 82 yards um, on the day receiving. 
Um, Rager had uh, two catches, 46 yards. Goddard, four for 43. Sanders, four for 21. Two for 20. Um, what I mean, the consistent thing right there is you're talking about sh- short, intermediate areas and guys just making catches. Yeah, and and he's converting them. And, uh, you know, I think was something that was really crazy today is just Doug Peterson's confidence in Jalen Hurts to be going out. Like, I know Doug is a guy to go for it on fourth down all the time, but for Doug Peterson to have the confidence that, that he did on Jalen Hurts and just his first, you know, couple series to be going in, uh, going for it on fourth down, I thought that that was impressive by both Doug and Jalen Hurts. I'm seeing a lot of these comments from Joe uh, Samaka Waho. <laughs> he said on Facebook, the fix was in for Wentz. How the O line blocked for Hurt all day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to jump to conclude. You know, what I mean, to those type of, to those type of things. But I mean, it was definitely a different outcome from that O line. You know, some key key factors of some different players being in there and and not players that shouldn't have been in there. Um, so that that played a big factor. I mean, you go ahead and you look at that big eighty two yard run that uh, Miles Sanders had on that side that last week Peters was on. Do you see him getting those 82 yards? I mean, that's just my question. Like, yeah, I get it. it, it it's it's a whole different outcome with that O-line today. Mr. Vargas says uh, no sacks the whole game. Wow. I'd add another O and O in there for a wow. Or even maybe even more um, O's. Maybe I might. That is impressive. I, might I mean, we've been, the, we've been the we've been the Wow. Wow, bro. Uh, we've been the most sacked team all year, and I think that it, to come out here and have no sacks at all, I mean, that just shows you. I, I, I'm not believing that the fix is in or any sort of thing like that. Uh, I just think that Jalen Hurts is more mobile in the pocket, and he's honestly been more aware than Carson has been all year. Carson's going back previous years, that's one thing that we really point to is one of his strengths is how he, aware he is in the pocket, how it almost seems like he has eyes in the back of his head. But uh, Jalen Hurts played a very aware game out there today, and he was able to net positive yardage in most situations. Now, Actually, Mr. in all Bar- situations, didn't get sacked. Mr. Vargas says, yeah. uh, again, he says, if Carson was in, how many sacks uh, would have he took? What would, would Carson take if he, he played tonight? I mean, it, it's a real mystery, man. It's a real mystery because they have two different to- – they have two totally different playing styles. So they would be in different positions – uh, situationally during each play. And I agree. It definitely was a different playing style. I mean, Jalen made some better decisions on he let go of the ball, like didn't take a sack or didn't take losses on, on the yards. You know what I mean? He let go of the ball. He threw it out of bounds, you know, which is something that we wish Carson would do a little bit more of. But, you know, that I, I agree with Evan. You know what I mean? It was definitely a, a different um, playing style today. Well, you're talking about, like, negative plays, and that's what Carson is. He's taking a lot of negative plays where you're talking about, you know, they're in an opportunity to kick a field goal uh, for a veteran. That's kind of the presence that you're looking for. Throw the ball away, not take sacks. Uh, but for his, you know, again, man, uh, I mean, I mean, talk about pressure situations playing at Bama as a freshman um, in the national championship. Like you, when you, we, we're, when we're talking about pressure, uh, this is just the Saints versus the Eagles. It's obviously his first start. This kid's a bit in pressure situations, kind of like his whole career. Um, so again, cool as a cucumber. Um, again, like I'm, I'm really proud of what I saw. Like again, like 
evaluate from an evaluation standpoint, not, him not being a shook one is amazing. Like yeah. I, I, that's the most that's the one thing I'm most excited about. Yeah, I think the biggest help for him was being able to sit behind Wentz for the start of the year because uh, I think Jalen got to see all the mistakes and to see how our line was playing and how our receivers were playing because, like, you could just tell, like, he was putting the receivers in a position where, like, he was leading them a lot more than Carson has. Like, they didn't have to break stride to catch the ball most of the times, especially with uh, Sanders out of the backfield. And I just think he saw the mistakes that Carson made in the same uh, – type of offense and like he's like all right like Carson slid this way and got into trouble maybe I should go that way like this is a play where like if I see someone in cutting I should be working my way towards them too like I feel like he just kind of like had like got to see everything in front of him instead of just getting like thrown right into the fire right away like if he was like if we didn't have Carson Wentz there and he was the starting quarterback like he got to sit back for 12 weeks and see the mistakes and see everything and just learn from it and then just like make adjustments yeah and I, th- I think uh, something needs to be said about, like, just the RPOs today. I mean, like, the way that we were able to get them going and keep the defense guessing as to who's going to be, uh, you know, going with the ball, whether it's going to be Jalen or Miles Sanders, that was that was huge today. I mean, I think I think they good, did a good job disguising that. I think it was really effective um, when we used it, and I think that that could be part of the formula moving forward. Uh, the thing that scares me is that kind of thing's been figured out before. Well, I mean, we, we talk about like the, the RPOs that were run with other quarterbacks who don't run. We call those mm-hmm. RPOs because you, you know that you're not running the rock. Right. This guy has the ability to run the rock. And not only you just have to RPOs, respect uh, QB draws. I mean, and, and there's, you know, like me and Chris had did a video um, on Friday just kind of like breaking down what we wanted to see from his game. And we saw all that. Um, yeah. But me, that- going, me going back to the Oklahoma film and how some of the plays that they were using at Oklahoma they used today. What, what did you guys think of the fourth down QB sneak? Because I thought that that was, I thought it was awful. That, that got blown up from the very beginning. I think everybody knew what was going to be happening there and you need something different than what you'd, how you'd approach it with Carson. You know, I think Carson would have gotten a fourth and first. one. Yeah. That, but like you need a different kind of play for, for Jalen for that. I think. Harold Sims, Harold Sims says, nah, we good. Hurts is the future. <laughs> Cal, I'm not there yet. Says, I'm not there yet. I couldn't ask for much more from Hurts. He came in and balled out. Yeah, no doubt. He, a, he definitely he couldn't game. ask for Absolutely. Hang on to the game ball, man. He earned it. <laughs> uh, it, it, it is interesting, man. It, it's just um, – can we all agree that what Coach Peterson was doing – with Wentz in here and what he just, you know, what he implemented tonight looked very differently. Um, answered a lot of things we've been talking about, like stuff we've been, we've been crying for for we- weeks, like maybe even a month now. And now the fact that the the offense looks, it just looks, it just looks like, like uh, I was trying to describe it. Um, one of my friends is like, yo, how, how would you describe what, Offense looks right now with um, with uh, Hertz versus once. I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe trying to put peanut butter on bread with like a fork versus a knife. Just, or maybe he just liked the way Hertz hands the ball off. It just made instead of once. everything. The balls, the ball placement on short intermediate game was nice. You know, he rolled out of the pocket, actually extended. You know, 
he has more speed to the edge. Got the first down. You know, it it, it just moving chains. And it, and he wasn't panicking. I think that that's the ultimate X factor that was that was here. I remember one play where he ran out to the right side and he was very pressed for time and he he went right up against the sideline, stayed in bounds and then did like a quick little like jump backwards to be able to just throw the ball out of bounds and not take the sack. And I looked at that play in particular and I was like, wow, like that he really thought so he thought out throwing the ball like it was so, it was such a complicated way to do it, but he, he was able to get it done. That's not something that Carson, you know, he's been taking those sacks this year and it's been killing us. Yeah, yeah. I caught that. I caught that play myself. Yeah, I feel like one thing that like has really hurt Carson since 2017 is like I feel like they tried to protect him a lot by like telling him to like stay in the pocket. Uh, having said that, like we haven't really had a lot of stability in uh, on our line. Like Lane's been in and out, Peters has been in and out, Brooks has been in and out, and it, I feel like they tried to say, "Dude, like we don't want you getting hurt. We want to have your, uh, we want your career to reflect like longevity. We want you to be protect that knee." And then the back injury happened, and like you could see, like when he first came back against the Colts that year, I was at that game. Carson mm-hmm. looked like Carson, like he was rolling out, he was running, he he was having fun again. But I feel like he's kind of had like an identity crisis the last couple of years, where like he was like you could see sometimes like he'd be rolling out, like dude, the the Miles Sanders throw against Washington, like not many people can make a throw like that on the run, where like you're getting flushed out. It's like you're moving around for like a lot of seconds uh, for a while. And then you just throw like a dot. Like that's the Carson we know. That's what he's made his like giant contract off of. Like those flash plays that like really catch your eye. But I feel like he's had an identity crisis where like the line hasn't been able to protect him. Sometimes he puts a little too much trust in uh, them. And then sometimes he doesn't trust his legs enough. And I feel like he's kind of caught in the middle and like, you can see it kind of like when he's thinking like, what should I do? And then he'll make a mistake. And then that, that kills you as a team. But I feel like it's something he can work through. He just needs like better eyes and better, uh, like better advice in his ears. I don't think press Taylor's getting the best out of him. And I don't know if, uh, Doug, Doug has really done much like to change anything over the last three years, but Having said that, like it's it's just good for him to get a little mental and physical rest right now. You think you think uh, you think at this moment that um, Jalen Hurts is a little bit more hungrier than Wentz at this moment. I mean, I can't, I, that. I can't imagine that. No. I would say after I, I, sitting, I was trying to implement a joke: uh, hungry dogs run faster. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> after sitting down, after sitting down all all the season and watching Carson like repeatedly make mistakes and you're just probably like sitting there looking at like the plays being like like, like 92 jet like uh, I can run that like I, I can make it look better so I, I think because Jalen's been in that position like we talked about Alabama where like he was watching his team get ran by a younger dude and succeeding without him so like I feel like him coming to the Eagles like he thought like Jay like Carson Wentz MVP type of dude was going to be in front of him. Carson wasn't that. So he was probably thinking kind of early on, like I actually might play this year. So uh, he definitely didn't, he is hungry right now. And you see it like when he came in, like he was energized. He got everyone up on the sidelines. Like, and like, dude, he has a swagger to him that Carson doesn't have right now. We've seen Carson have that before, but he just doesn't have it right now. But Carson's going to get it back. And whether he ends up playing here again or somewhere else, like Carson, he, he's a hyper competitive dude. Like he, he, he still has it. Like you, you hear guys like Luke Keegley like, 
preach about Carson Wentz saying like, that's the dude you don't want to compete against on the field because like when he's on the field, he's like flips the switch on him. And I like Carson Wentz, he should be back. I don't know if he's going to be here to be honest. Cause it's understand like all, all these people that have come out as covert Carson haters. Mm -hmm. This is, this was fuel on the fire today. This game is nothing but fuel on the fire. And you know where I stand with with, with Carson. I'm, I'm I'm a fan of his game, but you know, mm-hmm. like again, like I don't hold any. I'm not holding anything back. Like I, I I just call it like I see it, and it's what have you done for me lately? And if that's mm-hmm. affecting the unity in the locker room, and players are looking at accountability factors, that steps in, that clicks in. Like any any football team, you look at a guy who's continuously not living up to his expectations i mean he set the bar so then players will start thinking like yo what what is going on here like you can't have him continuously play when we see it was there was word that um hertz was killing it in practice like the scout team was like eating up the defense and if the team overall seeing that then again people are going to start talking and um uh, Mr. Vargas seven one eight says I'm happy for Hertz, but your QB running around for hundred yards is not it's it's not a winning formula because he he can get injured. But if you watched him at Oklahoma, dude put up almost thirteen hundred yards rushing last year. Uh, so that's part of that's actually part of his game. Um, that's who he is as a player. Um, but you want him to become a more polished pa- uh, a polished uh, passer in the pocket, obviously. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You're you're looking for that development. But like we said, this is a, a second round rookie that we're looking at right now. I think we have to give him the time to develop, just like we give any other time to any other quarterback the time to develop. <laughs> People in the chat are a little spicy right now. They're uh No, but absolutely, Mike is right. I mean, right now we're all enjoying the moment because we mm-hmm. won. So, you know, what I mean, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna ride this thing out. So it's going to, you know, the controversy and all that stuff probably isn't going to come down, down the line. Right now, we're just excited that the Eagles ended up getting a win. I, guess I mean, and we just finally got to evaluate Hurts even more, man. Like, because we're just sick of seeing second-round picks. Like, did Jay Jaw do anything other than maybe block today? Like, it, like you're just, we were just sick of seeing no value return to second-round picks. Was, yeah, was he, he was, even in the game? Yeah, he was active. He was? He was active. <laughs> no, he was active, but I didn't even see him in the game. Yeah. I think I saw him handing out, like, Gatorade guys- on the sidelines. You guys wanted to see anything uh, more drawn up for Quez Watkins today? I mean, we had that one end around. Um, I wouldn't mind him going deep, but I mean, it seemed like they were they were kind of more hesitant with the deep balls this week. With one Jaylen target, Hurt. one reception for three yards. Yeah, yeah, okay. one reception. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I want to see these guys play them, man, because like this wide receiver group coming in the draft, I personally think this wide receiver group coming out is better than last year's. So. I don't want to say, oh, dude, like I like Hightower, I like Quest Watkins, but like if they don't do anything for you this year, the, at the last stretch, like they're expensive. That's going to keep you from drafting like a potential stud in like in the draft this year because we actually do have a, a good amount of like mid to late round picks, and like that's when you can get your the bang for your buck for, for the Eagles because like we need to load up talent around Jalen or Carson. Shout out to AJ. She's worried about uh, Hertz's hamstrings. What he broke a record for like squatting, like he's a freak in yeah, squatting, like lower leg, 
strength is hey man i hope i hope those legs last them a very long time like don't get me wrong but i mean aj bring uh, another person bringing up a good point aj you're right like that's one of the things you worry about that's one of the things we were always worried about with these mobile quarterbacks hey listen they run they get us the yards they get us the play but you're scared they're going to get that big pop and then bam then what <laughs> but i mean like again like we're we're like literally in like maybe 45 minutes after an Eagles dub and like Eagle fans are like trying to dissect every single piece of like, it was great, but or like, it was great, but some of those comments is just like unnecessary. Something else I was impressed by that is just like completely you know has nothing to do with the quarterback position i think it really was pretty impressive today with as many guys we had go down on this defensive line how we continued to get pressure to the quarterback all the way to the end of the game joshua showed up huge today man big time joshua had a a big time game today dude Um, riley had a good game too man i mean he had a couple plays that you know i was skeptical about but he definitely had man turnover we haven't gotten turnovers all year, like that's uh, huge. Like it's crazy. Jake Elliott still sucks, but we got turnovers. Yeah, was, I mean, there was great awareness by Duke Riley on that interception too, man. Yeah, that, absolutely. That thing was coming man. in hot and at a hot. weird angle. Yeah, hot. hot. That, that looked like that looked like some Madden play right there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Madden and his stiff arms, did you guys like the stiff arm? Uh, oh, Malcolm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. Hell yeah. <laughs> Malcolm and Fletch were going at it the whole game, man. They were running, they were running mouths at each other all game. Shout out to Alex who was uh, cooking up a storm, a nice po boy on yeah. the uh, pregame. Uh, if you guys don't know uh, Alex, um, you're missing out, man. I mean, this guy is cooking up amazing things on Fourth and John. Uh, <laughs> he's a sandwich legend. Um, one of these days, we're gonna have him at a tailgate. Once this pandemic's over and all of your uh, uh, people out there taking the vaccine, I'll let you guys take it first and tell me how it is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let me know how it goes. (laughs) Uh, Jordan, shout out to Jordan, who's always been active in the chat, always active at tailgates well. He says, I haven't seen this excitement all season. I'm right there with you, Jordan. Sounds like he's about to drink tonight. Hey, man. I'm, I, go F. No, I'm just saying, like, it's been completely stale all year. Like, we didn't – right out the blocks, we ha- we've we been having a bad year. So this excitement, the energy surrounding this team has just been weird all year long. This is the first game where I woke up prior to the game. I was not only excited then, but then, like, just to be in the moment of that game and seeing a completely different Eagles offense and just to be excited for this Eagles team again was actually something great. It was a good day. Good day of football. Yeah, Absolutely, I mean, man. it's just a big example of everything happened for a reason because, like, up until we actually got to see Hurts play last week and this week, we're like, dude, like, are we just, like, not going to see value returned in, like, a high draft pick? And we're watching, like, guys like Jeremy Chin and uh, J.K. Dobbins doing pretty good this year. And then finally, like, we get to see Hurts, and now, like, this potentially opens up a big chapter uh, in the franchise. I mean – we don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm I'm just trying to focus on the now. Like Jalen Harris had a really, really good debut as a rookie, uh, and the team beat one of the hottest teams. I mean, we can go over the numbers for Wentz and everything like another time this week because that, that's going to be a big question. You already know the, 
the the choppers are circling to pick up Wentz and extract him to go to Indianapolis or San Fran. But I mean, we'll let how we deal with the numbers and all that stuff. QB factory, <laughs> right? Clay, Clayton Thorson. Uh, it's just a weird time. I mean, like again, um, it, it just just soak it in. Do the backstroke in the dub. Like all those Saints fans that were talking shit, um, go find them. Go find them on social media. Um, my girl's grandmother is a Saints, uh, and her mom was like, "Should we call? Should we call Grandma?" I was like, "Call her. <laughs> wake, wake her ass up. <laughs> uh, put that on speakerphone. Like, um, they, 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 they've, they've been all rivaling in. We, we've been the joke laughing stock of the NFL. Yeah, Eagles." Yeah, in re- in recent weeks, I mean, this kind of this entire year, it's been we've been the punchline for sure. Yeah, don't even have the worst record in the league, but yes, we are the worst when it comes to that. Well, I mean, everybody expects it out of the Jets, like like to like yeah, pile on the Jets. It's like, yeah, they they do this every single season for the <laughs> no Eagles matter, no and us, they take. <laughs> and ultimately, I mean, prior to the season, we had high hopes. I mean, we expected a lot out of this team, and what's crazy yeah, to right. think about is that like we actually had those expectations like I mean, to be sitting here where we are now to think that we once thought that this team was capable of so much. We talk um, about expectations, uh, primes, man cave. If you saw the detail level of detail, we expected to have like victory parties up in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Definitely that, feels good. Yeah. Definitely feels good. JT, he says, Jalen QB1 signed James Harden. Philly thrives for years. <laughs> so, one I mean, day at a time, JT. One day at a time. <laughs> signed James Harden, he said. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe things are looking up. Maybe things are looking up. I, I like... I like what we have right now. Uh, but I think Soko brought up an interesting point. I just about the whole uh I mean, does he get credit? Does is Jalen Hurts being good? Like if we leave this season and we're not confident car- moving forward with Carson Wentz, but we are confident with Jalen Hurts, does that kind of save Howie's job since he had the foresight to get him or it goes both ways though, because you could say that oh, you know, he brought him in, they might have seen some of the back end or just the injury prone part of Carson's career, or they might've seen something we haven't within the locker room that they needed to, to bring in new energy, QB energy. Um, but then again, they also brought in someone to mess, you know, could, it, it can mess with the player's psyche or the player mm-hmm. behind them. Not all players play when they're pushed. Some people need certain kinds of, uh, to be coddled. Some people, Hey man, is, was, uh, did he have once privilege? He's like, this is my spot. I ain't giving this. This is me. Yeah. I was like, you know, I, this is my position. Like I already fought with it with Nick Foles. Now I got to fight again with, with, uh, with Hertz. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I think that the damage that Howie Roseman, I, I, I stand by my, my statements that I said prior to the game, kind of what I've been saying the past few weeks that Howie Roseman is, has caused more pain and destruction than he has uh, helped in recent years. So. Now, Philly fan says, do you think Hurts is the future? If so, what do we do with Wentz? Um, that's a good question. Everyone's, you know, talking about the scenario. Uh, I mean, if you cut Wentz, um, 
That will leave the Eagles with 59.2 million cap hit points. So this is probably not happening. Uh, more than a third of your total projected cap in 2021. Eagles could spread the money over two years. Uh, this would have to be done before the third day of the league year when Wentz's 2022 base salary becomes fully guaranteed and his 2021 roster bonus comes due. Uh, the idea of trading once team trades once before that third day of the league year, March 19th, any team acquiring him would take on his 2021 salary. That's 25.4 million. The Eagles would not have to pay him his 10 million roster bonus. Eagles would still have to eat 33.8 million dead cap and wouldn't be able to spread that out over multiple seasons. So you're gonna have to eat that huge, um, hit right there. However, after one year, the Eagles can move on from Wentz and begin um, life after Carson. So, I mean, again, like it's, it's a, it's a weird, com- it, it, it is, it is what it is. It's a weird conversation. Um, you know, we're not talking about that right now. We're, we're kind of like just embracing the dub, but Eagle fans are talking about it. Fans- I mean, that, that, that's a bridge that we're eventually going to have to cross. So I think that everybody's kind of just, eh, what we've seen from the Eagles recently has put us into off-season mode, I think, a lot of fans. I think a lot of fans have checked out for the season, and they're kind of thinking about how the Eagles can fix all of these problems, fill all these holes in the boat so that we can, you know, take sail next year. I mean, the um, of conversations that we're having here collectively amongst our friends and family are, oh, they're sab- sabotaging Wentz. Oh, they're going to have to trade Wentz. Oh, Hurts, uh, you know. That won't last long. Um, they're playing offense is playing great tonight. Maybe, um, but hey, we got to protect the top five pick. I hope they lose. Like the fan base is like having divided. Yeah, a hundred different conversations, and that's the, that's the part where we're at. Like, um, but again, I, I'm I had fun today. I've I've had more fun <laughs> than I've had in probably a month. Yeah, and it sets it sets us up for a good week. I mean, we don't have to be sitting here, uh, you know, uh, throwing back and forth the same conversation about how upset we are with this team, how disappointed we are in what we've been seeing. So at least we're, we get to have a good week now. We get to do a little bit of bragging as much as that's worth at this point. But, uh, yeah. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, Post-game, post I mean, pre-this pre, pre game, uh, Doug Peterson on Carson, he said, uh, Carson, he's got to take ownership. We got to take ownership. We got to take ownership, and we got to continue to be collaborative and talkative through it. Continue to work and build. And I said this early in this week, and I'm going to continue to say I truly believe that he can get back to the type of quarterback that he was even a year ago. I just think we can get him there. I look forward to that opportunity. Now we talk about that opportunity. When is actually that opportunity coming? Because uh, Chris Mortensen before. The game, he said. Eagles coach Doug Peterson left it simple that Jalen Hurts is the starter for this game versus Saints, but player and team sources believe it is for the rest of the season, barring injury or disastrous play. That didn't happen today, uh, but as one player noted, it's a been a disaster anyway, with too many issues to count. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what we've been talking about. We know it's no mystery that this locker room's been a complete mess, and it's been chaos within there. I mean, Doug Peterson's been dealing with that since the very beginning of the season. But, you know, Hurts coming in there, and, like, it would be malpractice to take him out next game. I don't know. Like, Doug would really have some brass ones to start Carson next week, in my opinion. 
You have yeah. to keep Hurts in, man. You got to yeah, keep you got evaluating to, you got him. Because even if like Howie's end goal is to trade Hurts, which people don't want to hear, I'm I'm just throwing out like Howie Roseman logic. Like mm-hmm. if they're trying to like pull a Garoppolo and like showcase him, then move him. Like you had to play him, and then if you do want Hurts to be the a quarterback of the future, you still have to play him and you have to evaluate him. I mean, the thing is like you got to protect the investment of once too. like the line, the way Carson has been playing, they can't protect him and he can't protect himself and he can't utilize the offensive weapons that we do have. I mean, the thing that we said like right on draft night was Howie Roseman like can't fully like win the Hertz pick because you were either wrong to pay Wentz or you were wrong about the Jalen pick, even if, and like the way you can win is if Jalen is like the franchise quarterback, or if you maybe cash in on a trade, but regardless, like you're going to have to answer the, uh, the bank when they call for Carson Wentz's money, like, are you going to trade him? Are you going to keep him? Like, but I think as soon as you have Jalen hurts playing the way he did tonight, like it, completely is going to split the organization, the locker room and the fan bases for better or worse. And as soon as let's say Carson does come back in the summer, lights it on fire, takes the starting job back. There's going to be people on the team and in the fan base and in the built in the, uh, in Novacare, like, like, it's like, I, I don't know. Like I, I saw what Jalen did then the season. Like maybe he should be playing. Maybe we should just uh, eat the cap hit and move Carson. Like, and that's the thing. Like it, it's not really a good, uh, environment for either guy because they're going to be looking over each other's shoulders but i mean hey if you're win, if you're winning winning cures everything in my opinion and and you're gonna have to move on from one of the guys it's just a matter of when yeah were were you guys puzzled or thrown off at all to see uh greg ward back there returning punts today um not really you know he's been again he's he's made some questionable um decisions out there as, as a punt returner, like not trying to catch the ball. When I played punt returner in college and there's rules that you have to live by. And if he's getting he's letting that ball go. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's his special uh, FIP is like, he, he, he's like, he's, he's given a earful. Like some of those decisions are like, dude, you like at the 10 yard line, you, you can't, you know, you have to make those catches or like you know, the one that he let slide on the other end. But again, I think, Rager, uh, they said that they were kind of protecting him a little bit, or like, I mean, how many snaps he, last week against the Packers? They had like forty-four snaps. I'm like, dude is like tw- in his twenties. That's what I mean. Like that—that's the part that I didn't get. Like you say that you're protecting him. He's out there on offense. He's getting hit whenever he touches the ball. Anyway, like, why can't we put him back there? He took—he took one to the house last week. To me, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, James over here he says if they give a decent offer, then they should trade him. I think that's going to be interesting. I think us talking about just the potential of what the value of both guys, what we'll I mean, be able to get in return. The One cap is the yet. issue. <laughs> the cap yeah. is the issue because it was at 194, I think, this year. And then it was supposed to go up to 240 because the NFL had a really good year last year. Then COVID hit. So it went back down to 194. And now they're thinking about putting it back down to like 175, 179 range. So right there, like if you are already losing like 20 million cap that you were expected to have that kills you. And then you take Carson Wentz's cap hit down that really kills you. And then next year, a lot of our contracts kick in. Like I think that all Sean and some other guys are going to be on the move and I'll open up some room, but like even Jake Elliott, who's been terrible, like his cap hits like astronomical. If they try to move on from him, it's like $7 million and he's barely making 20, 
and he's not even making 20 yard field goals. So, I mean, Howie's going to have to crunch the numbers crazy this all season. Shout out to Jimmy. Shout out to Jim, Jimmy Smith, who just entered the, uh, the pod. Uh, how are you? How are you feeling, man? Bringing bring you a good vibes. You look like uh, you, <laughs> you know that we were talking before this game about that energy, getting excited, and you know I really felt it was possible to win this game if we did exactly r- what we did in this game: run the ball. And you know they threw out all those stats. Haven't had a hundred yard rusher in fifty five games. Don't care. Got two of them: Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. I love that man. I love the energy you brought. You question why they don't play like that for Carson or why Doug doesn't do certain things for Carson. Look, this has definitely just thrown us the biggest curveball ever, but I'm living in the moment right now. I'm super excited. We got to win. That's all I wanted. I just, I heard someone mention it. Uh, I was listening to you guys talk and, you know, just feeling good about the win. You know, uh, right now it's been a hard season, but, you know, winning cures things, you know, and Jalen Hurts, this is only his first start. So before we start saying it's, still Carson's job you know people are going to ask and wonder why he's not the guy of the future because well he's proven that in his first game he's damn good against that Saints defense so um I love it man I'm happy for him I just want what's best for the team but now damn Carson I love you man but holy hell yeah we, t- we definitely created some conversation today man but we, I love we, what you said Evan you know it's good conversation we got the win right like exactly, so I just exactly. wanted that for a week man we're, three we're, wins we had before this you know like mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, would you guys do you think I think there would be a portion of the fan base that like would be upset at this point that do you think there's people out there that would be upset oh yeah I, that, that's been a complete mystery to me too but do you think that the, a, fa- a portion of the fan base would be upset with winning out at this point, just because of the whole draft thing, I think there's a lot of people that have thrown in the towel and they just like are looking towards the draft. Do you, you think that's existing out there? I actually said that on the pod. I'm I'm sure people are upset about this win. Like they're not showing it, they're not expressing it. But I'm pretty sure they're they're upset about yeah. this win. You know, I'm like the biggest draft head, and like that protecting that top pick is important. But I on on our pods, I've said if we start winning games with young talent. And the youth movement is involved in the, these wins. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm in it because th- these guys that are playing right now are getting meaningful, meaningful snaps, and that benefits the future of this team. Totally. Um, again, like you know, just stuff we, like Melada, Herbig, guys that were being sat down for Jason Peters. I mean, did it take his big toe to be the uh, <laughs> open the door for our success for this offensive line? But again, it's like if the young players are playing, you know, obviously I was like, oh, man, I, you know, I wouldn't mind if they made it close. And But again, like a win for their, their psyche is great. The football team got to be feeling themselves. I definitely want to shout out the person that stepped on Jason Peters' toe last week. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Whoever it was. <laughs> hey, we've been talking about this offensive line that we actually had this game, you know, and it's the 12th different out of 13. Oh, my God. But this is the one, the young guys, where we get to see what Irving and Driscoll got to do. My lot of needed to be out there, and we knew Sayamalu and Kelsey would be there. So this – I can't believe they didn't allow a sack against this defense. We talked about we had the capability to do it. I just – I'm still stunned by the fact that we did it, man. I'm, ah, I'm in heaven right now. I, and to be honest with you, I really thought that we lost that onside kick. I thought we were huh. going to end up blowing that game, dude. I thought. I, I, and when you look at when you look at the replay, 
and how the ball squirted out. I really don't know how we ended up, uh, you know, pulling that out. But Duke Riley must have, you know, he he's strong as an ox. Hey. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I, he had a great game. That interception, he gave props to Jim Schwartz, you know, saying, hey, your defense, like. <laughs> Jimmy never fails. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dak uh, can't stay healthy. says, we stopped calling RPOs with Wentz from 17. If Carson isn't going to run anymore, then you're right. He doesn't fit what Doug wants to do. Let Wentz go to the Colts and win an SB there. And win an SB there, he says. Picking me off or talking about no, Jim Schwartz. All right. No, notice, notice his name there, though. Dak can't stay healthy. I smell Cowboy Rat in the chat. Missed it. Look, at, look at Dan. He says, rumors have it that Wentz has been audling away from calls, considering too many things to be full. Oh, God, man. Where did you guys get this shit? No, <laughs> this is what's going to happen now that Jalen Hurts won, and we knew it. We called it. It's, oh, things are going to get out of control. And look. <laughs> I'm happy for the win, so I'm going to try to indulge it and not. Uh, it's going to get out of control. Yeah, that's all it is, man. Just enjoy the moment. Shit, that's what I'm going with. You know what I mean? The like, defense was missing Slay, Maddox, dude, Rodney McLeod at the end. Like, people are freaking out. Like, oh, they were giving it. It's like, look, man, they were doing all they could against a team that was steamrolling people. Nine straight wins, even with Taysom mm-hmm. Hill there. So, this is an impressive win, guys. And everybody just wants to look for some reason to bitch about something. And I hate it. Yeah, it's like, no. Absolutely. Now I'm enjoying this, damn it. The Eagles really, they, they never fail to amaze me with how, like, you any game you expect them to go in there and get stomped on, they come out and perform the way that they do. Like, what what is up with that? You, how, you how were, were on my show the other together? day, Evan. Yeah. And you said it. You're, we were talking about the excitement. We're like, you know, the what if. Like, what if these son of a – what if they come out and win? And here we are now, and it's like, oh, let's strap in for the rest of the season. Yeah. Gail, did you want to introduce the uh, commenter of that? Oh, what Basilio? Oh, never mind. Oh, would I miss that one? No, 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 no. Never mind. Some joke. Some joke. But um, yeah, dude. It's it's crazy times in Philadelphia right now. The the thought that like how far we've come with this conversation that we've got a legit quarterback controversy going on right now. Uh, no one would have expected this months ago, but you know, it's 2020. Tis the season. Yeah, man. Isn't it exciting to watch him, though? I mean, that was... It was. It was. Oh, man. What did you you guys think of the game plan? I mean, I just thought it was was sound. I thought you utilized, again, like going back to watching his Oklahoma tape and just seeing some of the plays that they were implementing, the QB draw, you know, some of the QB sweeps we talked about in pre-draft. I mean, mean, during after he was drafted, like those kind of runs that he's being utilized, using his speed to get to the edge. You're seeing some of the speed that Wentz doesn't have to get an edge. You know, uh, their defensive linemen looked a little bit perplexed when they're coming in there aggressively and he's getting away pretty easy. Um, but even just like him throwing the ball away, I was like, oh, my God, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not taking no losses for yards or getting sacked and letting go of that ball. Bro, now, that, that right there was just a plus for me. His, like, toe tap throwing it out of bounds. When he did that, like, I was like, yeah, this yeah. kid is for real, man. And I'm loving it, dude. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Uh, shout out to um, Josh Sweat and also shout out to JT. But um, We're all members. You know, Josh Sweat fan club, um, he played played fairly nice. Uh, and can we say that his sack dance is undefeated? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. it. Wiping the sweat off the brow. I love it. Magical. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, we we I mean, one thing that we haven't really talked about. Um, that bum ass kicker of ours. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you're the one that had kickers of people too. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right about that. You're right. Damn you. He's, he's not my. <laughs> He's not much of a kicker anymore, man. I, Jesus, I hate breaking man. The 22 are the, yards. They are the weirdest group of people in the NFL, these kickers, because they have it one year, and they are lights out, and then all of a sudden the wheels fall completely off, and when they're off, there's no getting them back on. It's uh, it's ugly what, J- uh, what Jake Elliott has been doing this year, man. The 22-yarder, Jake. 22 yards. Seriously. I'm not a kicker, but it looked like he kicked it from the side of his foot. Like – why? I I, I, I don't. You're right it. though, Evan. That's exactly once it's in their head, it's dude. It just seems like it it never gets fixed. Mm-hmm. Like I I would want Dom to be waiting in the hallways, like in it's dark, and then <laughs> Dom like does a Nancy Kerrigan joint. Uh, it takes his leg out. Yeah. And Jake's like, why? Because <laughs> um, I mean, at this point, like, bro, like you're missing, like, yo, yo, you have a quarterback who's in his head. And you ha- now you have your kicker in his head. That's a tough scene, man. Like, what is yeah. going on? And, like, when you can't – and I, I totally think that all of the fourth down attempts this year is they, – they correlate. Just the lack of confidence in the kicker and just Doug going for it on fourth down. Um, there's a lot of times where I get frustrated with Doug and I wish that he would just take the points. But then I think to myself about how ineffective Jake has been all year long. Yeah. And I get it. I totally get it. Because you, you want to take the points any opportunity you can. But, man, like that that's just another Howie blunder. Uh, just letting him, signing him to as much as he did uh, for, for as long as he did. Like, this is a disaster. You, like I said, you know how kickers are. Kickers, they're, they're, they can just snap in an instant and then it's over. To give them that kind of length and security. Come on, man. Shout out, shout out to John, always active in the chats. Um, what's your opinion on Doug going at going on it um, on fourth downs. I, I think it's weird. Like, bro, like, kick a field goal at some point in the game? No. Like, well, I, I, if it's just what I just said. Yeah, I mean, I felt that way until it was like, mm. and then he misses one. <laughs> it's like, okay. If you can't count on a guy, like, I, I really think that, like, they want to give him just the easiest shots possible, and then they felt confident enough, to, like, you know what? How can Jake miss this? We're right in front of the end zone. We need to get these points here. And he blows it. 22 yards. What you, like, what? The, the coincidence here is that both those guys got paid. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? like, some, like, yo, you get they – say, they say some people, money changes them. Sure. Yeah, and I, I think that – like what the thought process was there. You're just trying to shore up as you as many holes as we have as a team. You're just trying to shore up as many positions as possible. So you think to yourself, maybe <laughs> jump the gun and you're like, all Trash. right, you know, yeah. it, it tra- you're better than Jake holes. Elliott, dude. I don't think you need to draft a kicker. And I've no. always been against that. You, you, never I mean, need you to, can you find never need undrafted guys. No. Or women. It's just weird. Cause I mean, Jake Elliott was a part of that Super Bowl run. Um, he, he you know, he made some phenomenal kicks. He Nostalgia started for kickers. Well, I mean, look at Gus Like this guy, Evan, uh, had a uh, he had a, he made a homemade sign of kickers of people too. Like he, 
Yeah, man. I, I, I support the kicker. And it's not it's not like I, I have stopped supporting the kicker. I just stopped I rem- supporting I, our kicker. I remember. I think that sign is somewhere back there. Yeah, it's, it's gone now. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's gone with my uh, Sidney Jones jersey as well. Yeah. Uh, Marcus says, hey, stop the presses, guys. Enjoy the win, but Arizona will be tough next week. See, Marcus is like a coach. But if here. we if we beat the Saints, they, and I, the Cardinals I, I, don't have a good good as defense as the Saints, so we can put up points. Son, I mean, right Kyler right. Any, any given Sunday, fellas. Hey, any I'm not, given Sunday. Yo, Slay versus Hopkins now. Damn. And then I'm not yeah. worried because if they do lose, it's all right for the draft. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're playing with house money at this point. That's what we said before the game, though. As long Man. as they fought, you know, I I just wanted to see some fight. But in the, when it comes to the draft, we just want to see somebody helping Howie. You know what I mean? Or a lot of us want Howie gone, but I don't think it's going to happen as much as we complain about it. But, uh, you know, we won, so that's going to upset people. Gail, you kind of asked that earlier. I, You know, I'm never going to be somebody, like you said, that watches the game and roots against them. But – in the end, if we lose, if it is what it is, I just – I love what we saw from the young guys. I got to see some young guys growing, and, uh, dude, we got to win, and I feel good. So that's what matters to me. I mean, if, if, you, if you don't feel good about the way that we won today, like I don't, after all that we've seen this year, which has been offensive, if you're not excited about what you saw today and from a young player, mind you, who did not look shook, I can say that a million times. Like The fact that he didn't look shook, made me even more confident about like maybe some of the reasons why they did draft him. Cause they're like, we got a, we got a quarterback. He could run a quarterback who can run, right. They can run to run into the ground. No pun intended, but like 1300 yards rushing as a quarterback, we're only paying him what a couple mil a year, six mil for the, the four years. You could run that guy into the dirt if you wanted to. It's not like you put the franchise money on that. Run it to the dirt if you ha- if you had to like, and if this whole winning theory is about like having your team around solid drafting, and then in that rookie phase of your quarterback's contract, you start you know you start hitting on draft picks. You have you're not you're not paying a quarterback thirty three mil. That is you know you it almost play. sounds like you're advocating for some sort of quarterback factor. I'm not, but I'm saying he, he keeps winning the way he's winning. Wentz doesn't come back to his stealth. Like again, like watching Wentz play this year. Besides, it, like I'm in a list of like top ten, pandemic being num- number one, uh, Kobe, uh, and then a lower, very low, probably ten would be Carson Wentz re- regressing this year. Like, I didn't expect any of that shit. No. Yeah, I mean, this has been absolutely wild. Carson's taken the steps back that he has. It still makes no sense to me. Um, But what does make sense to me is good football, and I know when I see it. I saw the Eagles put together a good game today, and with a quarterback and an offense that today, it just seemed like it made sense. And Carson has been playing. I feel like when Carson's been in the game in previous weeks, there's been a lot of confusion out there, not just with him, but between his receivers, people not being lined up correctly. Today, everybody seemed to be firing on all cylinders on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I mean, Gail always says you can't go broke taking a profit. That's exactly the type of thing that Jalen Hurst has been living by, and he's he's not taking those sacks, and we continue to get positive yardage each play. It pays dividends. 
I mean, you get you're getting third and shorts, um, and then you have the ability for him to extend plays and, and get first downs. How many do we see tonight? About like four, or five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, first downs. I mean, the first thing I said out of the offense was like, ah, move them chains, Jalen. Um, you know, it's just like you, you continually stack first downs, and then Miles Sanders. Like, if you have a QB, especially if we're getting the we're getting some movement from the linebackers and them like all right just running back is able and capable mm-hmm. you know and then you give it to Miles Sanders it takes one Miles to Sanders has shown you it only takes one run yeah exactly thank God they ran the ball with him I mean he got eighteen ch- touches right we wanted twenty but I, I mean four uh, receptions and fourteen carries but I loved it man I'm dude we ran the ball. How can you not be happy? But well, I think what pisses people off is why the hell haven't we been doing this all year? You know, but obviously Hertz brings a different dynamic, so it made it, you know, things open up more. Yeah, baby. He definitely opens up the field more because I mean it's like yeah. it's like you guys mentioned, the linebackers are worried about him. That opens up the game for Miles Sanders. The linebackers or whatever are worried about Miles Sanders, that opens up the game for him to hit a receiver or end up running like he did. You know what I mean? So it definitely changes the game plan, and we, they weren't getting that out of Carson. It's like they knew what Carson already was going to go ahead and do. That's why they were so comfortable in shutting us down. With Jalen being in there today, it was a whole different. It was a whole different scheme. I mean, just imagine, just imagine if Jalen hurts moving forward. Um, they start trying to throw the house at him. He starts pre-snap. His mental game is like which which they started doing, which they kind of started doing. You know what I mean? Like Malcolm was getting in there. They're the best at doing it, too. Yeah, there were like two or three that were getting in there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if he starts coming up with a consistent game plan pre-snap once they start bringing this kind of – and that's the I think that's next level progression of Hurts where you want to see his game get. Like if you start, you know, audibling out in, you know, runs that are hitting or like uh, setting up some quick screens when or tight end screens – and that he's like, yo, you can't phase me, bro. And that that would be the whole because again, this is one game. We didn't we we as Eagle fans weren't sure what we were expecting to see tonight. I don't the Saints didn't know what they were gonna see tonight. Because we no one's have no one's seen this version of the Eagles offense. So exactly. And that that's gonna be moving forward, that's gonna be the true test is what once we have some film uh with Jalen Hurts on it and you know teams are able to scheme and game plan against him, if he's still able to put up the kinds of games that he's doing, that is gonna speak to how good he really is. He was yeah. he was he was a completely blank slate tonight. You don't know you didn't know what you were gonna get out of Jalen Hurts. You just haven't seen it. John asked this question: Could Carson have won this game with his play caller? Probably not. Not this year. Wow. Not this year. Not this year. Not this year. Nah, not this year. Nah. I don't know, man. I like this offensive line, and as you saw, <laughs> obviously they played better. But Jalen Hurts helped the fact that he didn't get any sacks. That was a lot. Was that on? Was on him, not the offensive line necessarily playing the greatest. So, um, kudos to both of them. And maybe Carson Wentz would have gave us a chance. But let's be real here. The pressure that they were displaying in the, you know, every game this season, almost the Saints, they probably would have destroyed Carson Wentz and his decision making is terrible. I talked about, you know, I was laughing because Gail said how, mm, how much he loved him throwing the ball away. Dude, when he literally like tiptoed on the sideline to make sure, you know, he got a good pass, threw it away. There was no intentional crap, like got past the line of scrimmage. I loved it, man. Smart plays. Dude, 
It was exciting to watch a kid in his first career start, man. I like yeah. that. Showed up big. Uh, again, that's uh, like, you know, we, we, we talked about on the pod uh, just about um, where his career has gone. Like, you have to realize that some sometimes people don't have perspective of things. Like, think about Carson Wentz, what he's going through right now. This big monumental moment. He's got his – just got paid. He's a quarterback the Eagles, having a crappy season. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been there. He was – you know, he, he's the starter of, uh, you know, the Crimson Tide. He's the guy. Brings them to a national championship. Gets benched halftime. And a freshman comes in and leads them to victory, dude. Like – and then, you know, and then comes back another season, but then transfers out, you know, doesn't let that bother him to the point where he's not an effective teammate. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is where I think if Carson Wentz is going to get back to his game mentally, this is all part of the the process, you know, the storyline of how his career develops. Right. What is what is it that he wasn't doing mentally to not connect with some of the players or or what he wasn't doing with his reads or or his, you know, why was he late on these throws? Or like, he's got to sit and figure that out, dude. Like, yeah, and and he really needs to go above and beyond at this point because Carson Wentz, this was his job. He was the quarterback of this team. This was his team, and now he, like his core play has dug him in this hole all year long. To where now people want Jalen Hurts, they want the guy behind him, and so like Carson Wentz really needs to dig deep here because he is the hole that he's dug here. It's it's gone down a long way, and the the damage like he needs to get in front of this now. Start performing. The need, the need to take down the statue of Nick Foles. If that's I think, bothering you, then I, I think I think I think he's joking on this one. But um, no, I mean like if the if that's bothering the players, then they are just not built to play in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's the least much. of your worries. Uh, statue. Chris, Chris Long. Chris Long actually mentioned it on his podcast. He's, he's saying that he would be irked by that, and he was on that Super Bowl. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's like, he's as competitive guy as, as, as he is. He was like, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't sit well with me. Go get yourself one then. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for the unveiling of the statue. Shout out to Bud Light. Um, always a big supporter of the tailgates. Obviously, we're not tailgating, but always got love for Bud Light. I was there at the unveiling. Actually got a piece of the statue, shaving. Um, I, I found it under my car seat the other day, and I was like, "Look at this!" This is. And they they tell you where the piece is from the um, actual statue, but um, slight flex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, no, but it was just it was like I didn't expect to be there, but just being there, you know, on the veiling, and actually. That being a great moment, but then this whole other part of it where this, this has been a topic of conversation for the last two years, dude. Like, really? Like, it, it could be seen as something so positive, and now it's being seen as so something so negative yeah. for the wrong reasons. Um, it's, it's If Carson Wentz plays well in the, in the, in the last two years, like, doesn't you know, if he just plays lights out, we're not having this conversation. Yeah, it's not even a debate. So, statue aside, it has, it's it, it's the play. If the play's subpar. This is what happens. Yeah, I I agree, man. 
I, I mean, if the statue's bothering him that much, it doesn't the statue doesn't seem to be bothering Jalen Hurts. So, I, I, honestly, that's kind of what I'm saying is, if you're going to play like crap, dude, it doesn't matter. You know, Jalen Hurts seems to be doing well in his first start. The half a game he played with, you know, it was iffy, but we said we want to see more. And we're going to learn a lot against a great defense like this. So people have to look at the fact that he played against such a good defense and did this, guys. No sacks. And uh, he had that fumble at the end there, of course. Yeah, it sucks. Dude, his first ever game. Like, let's yeah. cut the kids some slack. Get excited that maybe if Carson Wentz is having issues, they're going to battle it out, and we're going to find out who the best man is. And if this kid puts on a show the next three games – I'm all for a nice little battle. And if they can figure out how to maybe restructure Wentz, trade him or do something, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say that. I love Carson Wentz. I do. But this game just made holy shit. I know. It's, it just blew the doors off, man. It, it's game on for the craziness, dude. And I'm I'm all here for it. The NQE is uh, – it, it, every, every, it gives everybody positive energy, man. It gives everybody the positive energy. Told you for the game, man. I That's new thing. Felt it. Yep. Let's go. Uh, yeah, bro. Whatever you gotta do to come up with some slogans around here. We got slogans now that we're winning. Hurts, yeah. Hurtsville, Hurtsville. <laughs> you know, uh, population. How many right now? Is the Hurts wagon maybe? It's more than the audience of one. Hurt, hurts so good. <laughs> um. I don't know, man. Uh, I, first, first of all, I just want to thank all all the fans that are up uh, and active in the chat. I mean, like obviously the, the, the post game is fired up, even more fired up after a W. Uh, let it out, man. Like relax. You know, it's, we're, we're in a pandemic. You know, it's all about small victories. Whether it's uh, they delivered your food on time on by Uber Eats. By the way, my Uber Eats it took two hours and I had to cancel. Oh. What? Oh my god, that cheesesteak oh, never came. Wow. Oh, cheese steak, bro. oh, oh that's uncalled for. Oh, yeah, she, she she pulled an Evan Hurd. She was eating your food in the car. Yep. Stop remember, the remember I showed you I the can't. photo of her and I was like, yeah. start judging people. You were mind. right. You were. I'm looking at her. Is she gonna deliver this on we're time? Looking at you, she looks, Jamie. She looked a little wow. off. And I was wow. like, so during this pandemic, it's all about small W's. So whether uh we had some good dinner. <laughs> Hurts won your more with saying DoorDash. I might try that next time. Uh, Yo, that's crazy. Small things, man. Like, if, you, if you're mad right now about no nothing, like if you bought two Wentz jerseys like I did last year, I got the, the vapor ones. So I was like, all oh, these are on sale. $75. I'm like, this is crazy. And now I'm sitting here like, bro. And then Prime calls me up. Yo, they got jerseys, thirty nine ninety nine. Frost. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, superstitious, man. Look, check this out. Jamie didn't deliver. We won. Had Jamie delivered that cheesesteak, it probably would have been a different outcome. I was thinking the same thing. We got to call her back, and then next time you don't answer, we'll see if the same result can possibly happen. <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, you know, oh, if we're gonna we're gonna leave with some positive words, some last words um, to live by, uh, we'll go with uh, Jimmy. Um, some last words on the birds before we get out of here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, regardless of how you felt going into this game or how you feel now, uh, a win is a win, and 
if this season is over, we're third, we're still in third place of this division, this terrible division. I mean, be excited that the young guys got to learn a little bit about winning, a little bit about holding yourselves accountable. And when you play with a little bit of heart and, you, you know, you play together, great things can happen. So just try to, I see all the negativity already. And look, there is going to be a competition and we don't know what's going to happen with Wentz, but let's be happy about this damn win. I just, I've literally wanted to be positive every pregame show we've had postgame and uh, I love doing this with all you guys, and I appreciate all you guys that tune in. So thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, go birds! <laughs> I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm I'm excited for the win, and you know I get to have a good week. Um, you know, be, the, despite all the the controversy that's pretty much going to be coming our way, I'm I'm not going to go ahead and dig too much into that. I just want to go ahead and, and enjoy the moment. Um, you know, congrats to Jalen Hurts for uh, doing his thing against, you know, the Saints today. And uh, I really hope, you know, he finishes it out, finishes the rest of the season strong. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the week and uh, being able to be at ease. Hey, that's a nice man cave you got there. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Evan. Well, boys, I don't get to do this this often this season, so I'm going to walk around with my thang out this week. I'm going to be feeling myself. I'm going to, I'm going to walk into work tomorrow with a different type of swagger because that's exactly how my birds showed up yesterday, with a different type of swag. I got that NQE flowing through my body right now, and I'm feeling great. I'm feeling good about uh, what is to come for the future in the Eagles, man. Uh, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. Whatever happens, happens, and go birds. Evan's got his swagger back. <laughs> Yo, again, I, I'm uh, just reiterate what I said, man. It's all about small victories. Um, in these moments when your team is is been going going through the ringer, um, the press, the negative press, uh, the team looked within internally. Uh, it looks like they did some soul searching this week. Um, the players held each other accountable. They played as one. More injuries this week with some of the secondary guys going down. But these younger guys have stepped up. I've talked about the youth movement over the last couple of weeks and about winning with younger guys that makes sense for this football team right now. Uh, you know, you can talk about the future right right now until you get blue in the face. But it's all it's all right. It's all right. It's all about right now. Right now, the team is living in the moment. We're gonna try and live in the moment. This dub helped our mental health. Uh, again, check in on your peoples. Uh, you know, mental health is an important thing. Uh, give them a call. Make sure they're, you know, safe and sound and enjoying the dub. But uh, that's all for now. And we will see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly, people. Fly. If I can find them.
available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.